the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. I'm usually sitting here, but when it, we we never had three people in here. So. <laughs> well, three. Thanks for reworking it for yeah, us. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's great. It, it'll be cool. It'll be fun. Nice. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Today we are with Chris and Cassidy. They're real estate agents based in North County, San Diego. They build a strong following around their vlog style YouTube channel where they produce videos about living in North County. They also have a podcast called North County Now where they cover what to do, where to eat and drink, and real estate tips. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming down. I know there was a little rain when you are driving in, yeah? Yeah, not too bad. I yeah. drove the back way through Ranch Santa Fe, which I always like doing since Perfect. I was coming from uh, a little bit further north. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I've seen some of you guys' YouTube stuff. I know you guys are get after it on online and have a, have a great following, and um, you're the know as far as like what's North County all about, and... How'd you get into the real estate business? Uh, I'll start. I go for it. <laughs> I was in property management. Um, I've been in construction. Um, my dad's a general contractor, so I've been around houses my whole life. Uh, residential construction. Um, got into multifamily construction. Then got into property management. Couldn't stand that. Got into real estate uh, sales about ten years ago now, and and love most moments of it. Um, we have we've had. A lot of wonderful clients. Um, you know, it's just a business that's a little bit tough here and there, but it's well. It's this great. market is tough right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's even different. I mean, even different markets. The beginning of last year was different in it, another way. It was different because right. you're competing with sometimes twenty offers and having to go two hundred thousand over list price. <laughs> and now it's difficult because there's just no inventory. Yeah. So, so there's just different things that we have to kind of work through. Sure. You know, with every different changing market. I missed the first few years I was in real estate. It felt like it was always the same. It was, yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit more stable. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Just sort of constantly going up, right? It was right. like, but it wasn't like nuts. No, it was like, you want to go see that house 10 days from now? Okay, cool. Let's go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, all right, you got 10 minutes. Let's go see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like, it's just on market. Oh, there's it sold. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Gone. Exactly. I had, I mean, even in this market where there's not, it's not as hot as last year. We had that with a house um, that was on for showings Saturday and Sunday, and um, they were accepting offers till Monday and was gone yesterday. So, man, wow. so it's there's a couple of instances where that's still happening in some neighborhoods, and yeah. if it's priced that way, also. Yeah. But have you seen any decline in the? Uh, we like saw a decline for sure in in the at the end of 2022. So like one kind of step down, or has it been like it's a multiple? Multiple, kinda? yeah. We had <laughs> we had a couple of listings that were just not great timing. Mm -hmm. um, and we saw those go from like, when did, for one, we, I think Chris did comps in June and we had it at like one three, came on the market at one two because it had already jumped down. Something a little bit, yeah. And then we're at one one yeah. in escrow. So um, there's just been, I mean, and that's an obvious one. There's yeah. some in Chris's neighborhood. Yeah. Could have been similar. They've got, yeah, there, there's been quite, quite a shift towards the end of last year and then now it's coming into this year. And I don't know, we'll see kind of, I don't know if a lot of buyers just towards the end of last year were on the sidelines because they couldn't either afford it. And they're like mm -hmm. from three, four, even a 5% interest rate to mm -hmm. six and seven. Now they've had those six months. And now, I don't know, it seems like they're all packing into the first part of this year and nobody's, you know, hopefully we see more homes start coming on in the next few months. Yeah. But that's always a hope. That's what yeah. we were hoping for last year too. Yeah. And it yeah. just didn't happen. Didn't. And plus, it doesn't help that San Diego is like very a hot market. Like people are moving mm -hmm. down from San Francisco and L.A. and mm -hmm. you know north and you know and and they're either leaving California altogether or they're coming down to San Diego. Yeah, right. So exactly. it's like there's a, it's just it's bigger demand here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you, Chris? How'd you get into business? Uh, so I came back. I came from a business background. Did business finance down at San Diego State. Uh, then. Right out of college, we actually moved to Tahoe for a year, take a nice little year off, came back. Me and my cousin were like, dude, let's, we need to start a business. He was a business management guy. So we started a pool business. It's easy, low barrier to entry. Let's do this. Bought a route. Ended up doing that for like nine years and just uh, was thinking going through that. It's just very manual labor. It's like wear on your body. Maintain, uh, maintaining pools or like building pools? No, maintenance, repairs. Yeah, gotcha. we had people we hooked up with for building and stuff. But yeah, just kind of the 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 
weekly service, changing yeah. heaters, changing filters, all that kind of fun stuff. And uh, yeah, kind of built it up, did it for nine, nine years or so. And I could just tell and seeing other guys who had been in the business for decades, just, you know, like worn out, knees out, yeah. it's just too much lugging and chlorine. <laughs> and I don't know, it just, you're kneeling down. I was, it was a lot. So I figured out, okay, I need to get out of that. So I sold that and then kind of was in a weird spot for like a year trying to figure out what do I do next? Real estate had, didn't really cost, cross my mind. It was like, building business plans for like a t-shirt brand or a clothing brand. And as I got deeper and I was like, this, I don't like this. This is kind of <laughs> silly. And what's the, like, it's probably not going to be a good business anyway. So in the meantime, while I was kind of working with that, I was like, Oh, might as well get my real estate license and kind of figure that out. And our wives were teaching together and Cassie's in real estate, you know, maybe start talking to him as I get closer and, uh, to, to passing the test and all that kind of stuff and ended up, um, hopping into that just it was kind of honestly like a backup just i need to get into something and i kind of want to do a business another business mm-hmm. uh i didn't want to go get a job i don't think <laughs> in my entire life i've done like an interview or a job interview or anything i mean we interview with clients and stuff but never here's my resume i think the first job i walked into a restaurant and gave my resume and um got the job and that was the only interview I ever did. And since then I was like, Hey, I need my own business. I need to do this anyway. So got into that. I think it was 2016 or so. Um, yeah, hooked up with Cassie. We were started at a nice little boutique brokerage. It was a local little spot up in Encinitas, really good people, really good following. And then we, uh, they got sold to a different company and we have since moved to compass and have our little, little team there. So, um, yeah, it's been good. Awesome. And then you guys just kind of went straight for it with YouTube and, and social media. What kind of inspired that? Uh, well, it was like, so the first, anybody in real estate, I don't know. My, my goal was to get past those first five years. Cause it's like 87% of agents don't make it first, past the first five years. And the first four years were not good <laughs> financially. Yeah. Let's say that, uh, my wife was, was on me a lot about, you know, like, what are we doing here? So she gave me one more year, <laughs> honestly, money. like yeah. coming into f- the fifth year, one more year. So, I was doing all this, like in our old brokerage, we had like just all kinds of different little lead gens, a lot of online stuff and, you know, stuff that was, I didn't really dig, did a lot of the Brian Buffini stuff that mm-hmm. was like relationships. And it just, I, I do like the relationship side, the style, but I didn't kind of like monthly mailers and pop buys and uh, great for some people, just didn't really fit me. I did that for a few years. Anyways, tried a lot of different stuff and it wasn't working. Uh, so coming in that fifth year, I was like, okay. <laughs> Either I'm going to have to go get a job or figure something out. So I started diving in and we, we were making videos for kind of since we were started, mm-hmm. but they were like, let's go make a video on, you know, where Annie's Canyon is over um, in Solana Beach, yeah. like around the uh, yeah. lagoon there. Like we're, that, yeah. yeah. Making cool little videos like that, like local stuff, doing, trying to figure out, let's do the Gary Vee style. So interviewed a few businesses and stuff. Um and then I found a, this gal online. She was doing business from YouTube videos, and she her she's uh, Karen Carr out in Georgia, and just a different style. Like, you know, she was doing kind of go search keywords, do some SEO, find out what people are looking for, make these kind of videos, kind of telling you everything to do. So that was kind of the initial jumping off spot where we decided, like, let's test this out. So we started kind of getting serious about that right before pandemic, so 2019, I think it was. Um, and it takes a while, but it, it was a good, good start. And, and yeah, I, needless to say, since, uh, my wife gave me the ultimatum, I'm still here a few years <laughs> later. So you sold a few houses and yes. I had to take it. Do you yeah. guys kind of, are you a team? So you'd share everything or you, yeah. So now we've, I think sometime last year, we pretty much just said, let's just do everything together. Um, yeah. we were working obviously every, all the leads that we got from YouTube, we would work together, but now we're at a point where it's just way easier to to both yep. just be in on everything. And it's more fun. I mean, Chris and I have also become really good friends through all this. So cool. it's cool to be able to lean on each other if we need help or if, you know, we're, God forbid you want to go on vacation in, yeah. in this yeah. business. <laughs> um, some of those things too. So yeah, we, now we're fully just the, the two of us are on board and, um, and we're part of the same group. Our group is very, we're, part of i mean there's only five of us and three of us are really active so 
That's um, cool. We're a big chunk of that group. Um, and then we're also kind of partnering up with our um, group leader also on some on some new things, the new our nice. new podcast and things like that too. So um, yeah, it's great. So so does it work? Does like doing social media get you leads, get you guys buyers and sellers or? Yeah. Like, so not uh, social media is tough. I've never, uh, well, I, I guess I've gotten a few reach outs through direct DMs. Like I think a dude from Brazil reached out to us. Um, like, Hey, I want to move to San Diego or buy a house yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. But it was from ultimately a lot of it does lead back to that YouTube. Mm-hmm. So is it that on does, Instagram DM? Yeah. I think, gotcha. I think that's where it ended up coming through. But I mean, I'm not consistent enough on Instagram to, to make that needle move. Except for Wednesdays. Except for Wednesdays. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Wednesdays every Wednesdays. Uh, but which I've been doing that. I was pretty consistent on that for a few years. Anyways, um, it does work for sure. It's just a matter of like, I was like, like I said, back to Gary Vee, once I was kind of figuring out what to do and he's like, do everything, do LinkedIn and TikTok and Stitch and, and all these things. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Snapchat and <laughs> Telegram. <laughs> it, it's it works, but it's overwhelming. So I actually ended up reading a book, um, Gary Keller, the one thing, of right before we started the YouTube journey, and I mean it's very simple. It's like focus on one thing. Yeah. Do that. So that was YouTube. We jumped in. That that's been our focus. Like no matter what, every single week we're putting out that video mm-hmm. of all kinds of different stuff, which we get into a little bit. But uh, yeah, it does work. We do get clients from it. It's one of our biggest. Uh, uh, lead gen sources. That's cool. And now we're trying to figure out how to branch out from there. So we've actually just started a, so our, just for context, our YouTube channel is attracting uh, buyers, relocation buyers. And it was mm-hmm. kind of our timing worked out because it was right before People things got shut down Diego, where yeah. everybody's like mm-hmm. started that whole movement. Everybody's moving around. Um, so we saw a lot of growth in that first year and there was really not a ton of competition. There was us and two other bigger channels kind of our focus is North County. So actually what, right when we started the channel was, it was, uh, I think it was called I am Encinitas. So it was strictly Encinitas. So like mm-hmm. all the first videos were Encinitas and it was like, I don't know, that's pretty <laughs> specific. So we have to drive a little. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't okay. want to leave Encinitas. Yeah. Got to get uh, in the car, <laughs> pay the high gas price. Know, that's right. <laughs> so we got, now we're focused on North County. And yeah, just kind of consistently making a weekly video on that channel. Um, I mean, it's taken a lot of work to get to where we are, but it is definitely a strategy worth exploring for for anybody out there. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long do you think it took you to to actually start getting a little traction? You know, where like someone think you're like, oh, this works. Like our all of our mm-hmm. videos and stuff is actually paying off. Was I'm it a couple years or no? It's probably like six months to a year when we actually started getting consistent like weekly reach outs mm-hmm. uh and it ebbs and flows just just kind of how real estate does like as people uh, during the pandemic years it was a little different because it was kind of consistent people were moving constantly but as it's you know last year uh in the latter half of the previous year it was more you know when people start thinking about moving like yeah. holidays are usually pretty quiet but then january you see a pickup mm-hmm. uh kind of in that springtime and then towards the end of the year is when you get a lot more so probably average uh, a, a few reach outs a week but when then also spread throughout the year yeah and, and a lot of the leads that we get are like 12 months out it's mm-hmm. like folks that are looking like we want to move in 2024 mm. uh, out here but we jump on a zoom call or chat with them on the phone about kind of planning that and you know the best ways of getting out here and kind of looking around and picking the right neighborhoods and things yeah. like that so we and we're giving them you know a lot of really good um information about the areas like where we have clients that reach out to us and they're like yeah we just we just binge watched your whole channel like that there's cool. people that like lay in bed and fall asleep to watching our channel <laughs> which, is, which is crazy um and, and are hopefully like, have dreams about you yeah, yeah. right exactly <laughs> yeah um as long as that brings them back to us yes that's fine yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's it's just been a really cool and the people we've met through it because uh-huh. they're like so used to seeing us and like our they see that we're not going to wear a suit and tie for right. showings. Like that's just not who we are. Um, it was like when we got when into we business, started. it's what yes. was prescribed to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we realized we don't need to. And so they see us. They're not shocked when we show up to a showing wearing a hat or vans yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, and they're just our people. Like a lot of them have Plus become... if they moved in Sanitas, they're going to see a lot of that, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> they got to start getting used to it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's it just, bec- it's brought just really neat 
people our way, which is not something I would have thought about. You know, when you're doing like the online leads, like if you're doing like Zillow leads back in the day, you're getting everybody. Right. Nobody knows who you are. You, cold. They see you. Exactly. Yeah. It's super yeah. cold. They maybe see a thumbnail of you. Uh, they don't know what your personality is like. So you're getting a lot of people that you might not mesh with. And this yeah. business is way more fun when you're working with people that you enjoy being around. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, they, if they can put up with the casual and then you're, you know, you guys are very, um, you know, easygoing mm -hmm. and it's not like you're, you know, like buttoned up and yeah. stuffy. And we're so. not super salesy either. Yeah. That's part of this business too is. They can instantly trust that, yeah. you know, they can see and then, then want to work with you. I right. like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. just been, we've, I mean, we've made really good friends from clients from YouTube. We've, we've like inundated my community specifically. <laughs> like I live in San Diego Hills in San Marcos and we've helped a, now a handful of people move in there. Yeah. So it's literally like drop offs. Oh, Hey, what's going on? Like we That's have cool. like built kind of a, a community through our YouTube channel where I live, which That's is kind of awesome. crazy too. Do you get yeah. referrals out of it too? Like when someone moves from another area and then they have friends that want to move to or? Yeah, we have gotten a few. We haven't had any, um, come to fruition yet but we have them in our in our pipeline and it's of, probably coming right yeah they, exactly someone likes because it's always that first person that leaves yeah an area they're like i'm getting out of the snow i'm yeah. gonna come move down to san diego and then they're here and then you know they see all the instagram pictures of their buddies and like mm -hmm. they're like man i need to do this and then yeah. they call them and then they go who do, who do i call and then there's at least like they, three or four folks yeah. that have like said they're moving their parents out or their kids are gonna move yep. out here like we're looking for a downtown condo right now for clients that want to find a rental property for their daughter like so mm -hmm. it, it, it will just kind of how real estate works like you start getting referrals um from folks that are that you helped three or four years ago we haven't been doing this that long so we'll start getting cool. more and more yeah it's really cool it's i think it's great i mean i think i'm surprised not you know way more people are not doing this because honestly when when you want to go somewhere like when you either a vacation or you want to go you know move mm -hmm. especially change your whole life right and pick right. it up you know, your kids or whatever, and you're moving from a whole other city or state, you want to like, like you said, binge watch so mm -hmm. you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And then, you know, so I don't know why people don't do this in all markets. Yeah. I mean, I know there are people that do it. Mm -hmm. Gary V, I just got to meet him. I was super, wish. super stoked. I was in Florida and we were at a conference and we had a meet and greet and I got to talk to him. I've been following him forever. Yeah. For mm -hmm. like since, probably since like 2007, maybe. Mm -hmm. Something right around there, mm -hmm. but um, and just you know, consumed his content and just he's inspired. He's very inspiring. Oh yeah, and like you know, I mean, some people they can't do this. They can't. They just don't. You know, you can learn it. You can get better at it. But mm -hmm. a lot of people just they they get they get scared to do it. But I think anyone can do it. It's just it's that go kind of getting over that first hump of like making a video yeah. and just yeah. like stumbling a little bit and you know just saying okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it and put it out there and then you know someone's gonna definitely connect with you because we're all different people, right? Like you're going to have people that connect with you that, you know, maybe would connect better with someone else or vice versa. And so mm -hmm. just doing it is, is huge. And that's what Gary's is. Just do it. You know, yeah. you just got to do it or, or, you know. And part of that too is like, I know for a fact I couldn't do this on my own. Like I'm not yeah. the tech savvy. Chris does not anymore. He's, we're starting to have people edit for us, but Chris did all the editing. That's Chris cool. is the one that writes a lot of the scripts and you know, I'm, I'm just the, the, a talent. the talent. Show yeah. I'm the talent. Yeah, you show up, show up and read the script and yeah, that's right. smile big. And so I, so that consistency part of it for a lot of agents is scary. Like yeah. right when Chris started doing it, he was like kind of teaching me on like on a parallel. And then we decided Chris brought me along, which has been awesome. Um, but there's no way I would have been able to do it just as consistently as we have. I mean, to not miss a week in three years yeah. is crazy. Um, on top of other things that we, uh, I mean, we also have to sell real estate somewhere in there too. Right. So, <laughs> right. so a lot of that. Um, so it, it's also, I think kind of having, um, like doing it with a group, like if you have like a real estate group, even three or four people, mm -hmm. I think is a, a great way to do it just to have, um, the ability to kind of spread the workload around. So, yeah. um, like this year we're making a big point of, I'm trying to take a little bit more of the, uh, workload of like showing houses and doing kind of the boots on the ground stuff where Chris has the, I mean, the focus of the marketing side and just keeping us keeping that part of our business going. So it's good having kind of both personalities and both skill sets totally. in the group too. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of people, there are a lot of these channels have popped up over the years. A lot of like you could search living in any city, basically that's kind of like 
there's a, a few dudes who are out of Portland. Hey, they kind of started this whole vlog style, not started, but kind of uh, shared it with everybody and kind of how they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people copied them. You know, that's who I watched a lot at the beginning. Now they have, I don't know, seven or eight channels and a bunch of different neighborhoods, but like living in any city and even here, like I said, there was three of us, kind of three main channels back uh, even last year. Now there's a lot more. So the competition is a lot more, but like you said, it doesn't, people are going to vibe with us. Yeah. People are going to vibe with these other people. I mean, some people have <laughs> basically like copied our videos script. I've, I've watched videos and it's script to script. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, it's, flat, it's flattery, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, right. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely there. There is competition, but don't let it scare you away because like we're getting just more how can we make better videos? How can we be more informative? How can we get more value to people? How can we just keep them watching our video? Yeah. So then they watch the next video and then they watch the next video. Cause like Cassie said, a lot of people, that's their research. They're just like, okay, well I want to see it. So oh, maybe Carl's bad. Oh, let's see Cardiff. Let's see all these, you know? So do you guys ever do any like, um, the top five reasons you shouldn't move to North County. Oh, that's, I always think it's hilarious when Chris has that script. <laughs> he does not like. He doesn't like this. What are those? What are those reasons? You guys know? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't even know. They change all the time. We they're they're good because they're like it's people like, are going to like check comedy, them out. They're like, bit. why don't you know? Obviously, it's San Diego, but like anybody, you know, traffic. Oh well, weather's well, too nice. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. Most of the stuff's not too big of a deal, but. It's just tell them a little bit different. If you hate sunsets, story. don't yeah. move here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. If you hate people posting sunsets on Instagram, don't come here. This yeah. is not. <laughs> yeah. And if you like, if you don't like Mexican food, there's yeah, a right. lot of that. Like, <laughs> don't, you don't want to be stuck in, you know, tacos all the time. And right. Yeah. Horrible. In and out burger. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the ones that did work right in the beginning, which we don't do a ton of anymore, just because there's so many of them, is like the pros and cons videos. So, mm -hmm. pros and cons of Carlsbad and San Marcos and different little areas. Uh, and people, those did get a little, a lot of traction, but now we're kind of having to shift our content a little bit because there's, I don't know, 10 pros and cons videos now for yeah. every, every little city. So we're trying to find little niches within there that are kind of untapped. Yeah. And things stuff. change, right? Like the mm -hmm. market, not just the market, but just like the demographics of the city, whether it's, you know, there's a lot more restaurants in Oceanside now mm -hmm, and yeah. a lot of cool, like stuff by the pier and there's mm -hmm. just these new, you know, new things. Labs so it's like too, now yeah. we can talk about how cool Oceanside is, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's some, you know, where we're like maybe, you know, 10 years ago, I would never have been like, no, not yeah. even going to think about it. Right. Not, I'm not going to drive, you know, north to go to dinner. If I'm yeah. living in, you know, Encinitas, I'm going to go to Del Mar or La Jolla or Encinitas. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe Carlsbad, but now it's like, man, there's all these really cool restaurants in Carlsbad. Mm -hmm. Really cool stuff. So I think if you update these top 10 things that... Mm -hmm. That might be a, a cool way to do it, like 2023, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's like a, one of our next ones is actually Oceanside, kind of what's coming new to Oceanside. Like, That's cool. Uh, not well, Restaurants too, but, you know, they're new neighborhoods. They're doing some more infrastructure stuff downtown. Mm -hmm. So, How is Oceanside with Airbnb? Are they, like, cracking down on it, or are they pretty loose on it? Yeah, I think it's – I think they're looser than, like, Carlsbad. Yeah. Carlsbad has the coastal zone. Uh, and I forget, I just looked it up, uh, and I don't recall. Well, I know it's always you know, changing, but yeah. I always thought like if, if someone's going to do an Airbnb and they're going to search like in the San Diego area and they don't know San Diego, if they see the word Carl's bad mm -hmm. and they see Oceanside, <laughs> I know they're going to go, Oh, let's stay in Oceanside. Yeah. Cause Carl's bad doesn't sound good. No, no, <laughs> it sounds no. Bad. <laughs> no. Well, but like, and then you get, you know, cheaper real estate and then you could, you know, you could really make a cute place. They have like a lot of, a lot of cool, like modern you know, mid-century stuff. Mm -hmm. and, but, um, and I, so, I mean, there's a lot of neighborhoods too, that like you said, are affordable, yeah. but pretty close to the ocean. Like even off the 76, you can, there's some spots where you're only 10 minutes to the beach. Yeah. Um, but most people don't kind of generally look in that area just because it's kind of out there. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, Oceanside's great. I mean, there's, and I think the way downtown feels now mm -hmm. is like the big part of why Oceanside is, you know, flourishing right now is because it's comfortable being down there where 10 yeah. years ago it wasn't. Right. So um, you have a lot of tourism that's where people go to Oceanside and they're like, oh, I could actually see myself living here rather than going and staying in Oceanside on vacation and being like, I don't ever need to come back here ever again. Right. So yeah. I think that's a big part of it too. And then they're kind of a little bit more central if they're going to go up to, you know, Disneyland or mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. LA, see Hollywood or mm -hmm. 
Not that yeah, we I'd tell people to not to go to LA, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come down from LA. Yeah, right, exactly. Come here. We got better stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, what What has been some like your most popular uh, videos you've done? Like, have some of them gone viral? So, some of the Oceanside ones are obviously the top producers, top performers. As far as views, it's kind of hard to see. Like, we don't really ask them what video did you see. Why are you? What video did you see? When so, like, when they reach out, like I said, they've watched all of them, a, a ton of them. them. Yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of hard to pinpoint, but just as far as views, like some of the Oceanside ones or most affordable places to live in San Diego or get a house for where's the top places for under a million bucks. Yeah. Those seem to perform really well. Some of the bad ones, like five, five reasons not to move to San Diego kind of thing. Those, yeah. those perform pretty well. Uh, nothing viral, but you know, some of the Oceanside ones and some of our ones that we did two years ago have, you know, 10, 15,000 views, which is which is pretty solid for a solid. small, you know, we don't have a huge YouTube channel. I think we're coming up on 2000 subscribers right now. And it's all organic too. It's not. Yeah. We don't do any no bots. Paid, no. <laughs> yeah. No paid, just strictly, you know, targeting people who are moving here. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so it yeah. sounds like it's working for you guys. I mean, and, and you know, at the end of the day, we've got enough agents that are the ones that dress in suits. And mm -hmm. I mean, even though San Diego, it's hard to do that. Yeah. But, um, you know, you got a lot of, obviously, the soccer mom, real estate agents, the ones that are part-time, but, mm -hmm. you know, and they don't have the time to do what you guys are doing. So mm -hmm. I think there's definitely an advantage if you are full in on real estate to mm -hmm. do what you guys are doing and add, you're adding value, right? Yeah. And that's really what ultimately rises to the top and, and the consistency, the amount of content you're making um, helps, right? That helps the algorithm, helps, you know, people find you and then it suggests your next video, mm -hmm. right? And, and all that, so... I think it, that's you guys are on something cool. And it's kind of wild seeing. So like so sometimes I'll look at the, you know, analytics, let's say Instagram and, you know, like a story gets however many uh, views and likes and then a reel, you know, some might get a little more blown up right now. But those are all like just little tidbits, whereas like our average watch time on a YouTube video is probably like five minutes or so. Mm hmm. And that's just that's like being in front of somebody for five minutes, which is which is crazy, you know. Plus, the scalability probably, of that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna go if they like us and like what we're saying and are interested, then they, they will get fed more videos or they'll click on the next video. Mm -hmm. um, just so the amount of interaction these videos have with with potential clients is is huge. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. And it it will that's one of the things we're trying to figure out is how now to target local sellers, which is a much bigger hurdle yeah uh buyers are doing their research a lot of we've had clients who have reached out who are local and moving from carmel valley to north county i mean that is technically north county but <laughs> downtown to up here um but we we have another channel now too that we're working on to target sellers more of a like new style so uh slow growth but uh no reach outs yet but we're coming up on that time where we're expecting something to come out so mm -hmm. we shall see have you guys seen anybody doing kind of what you're doing, but in the mortgage space? Not really. No, most of the mortgage stuff that I see is more informational stuff. Interest rates. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a buddy out in Arizona who I've told him, dude, you need to start a YouTube channel. It works. Yeah. Uh, I it just do, do the informational stuff too. Cause people do want to see that if you build some credibility. Um, but you could do exactly what we're doing, right? Show neighborhoods, highlight neighborhoods, team up with a local agent. Which mm -hmm. the guys I was talking about in Portland, they have their lender on a lot of the, on a lot. Of, they they book them for all the calls. So mm -hmm. we that's how we do it. We they watch our stuff. They reach out instead of back and forth. They're ready to talk. So let's hop on a Zoom call. They have their lender on to answer all those questions, and their lender is on the videos too. That's smart. Um. So I think just teaming up. Then you guys have once again spreading the workload like. If the lender can make a video mm -hmm. one week and you can make like you're still sharing all that, there's really no conflict of interest. It's just kind of vibing with each other. Right. Uh, I think it. Yeah, I think I think it'd be a, a huge asset to have for. I would think more lenders would be good to do it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening, I think you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it sounds point. daunting and it sounds. But just gotta find a Chris. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's so much free <laughs> stuff out there. There's so much stuff that I've learned from all these people online, a lot of real estate agents are sharing all this for free. Uh, how to make the videos, mm -hmm. how to, what equipment to get. I mean, but you could do it simple. Our first year and a half, we had our cell phones, maybe a little lav mic, 
just for a little bit of audio, a lot of, little bit of video quality. It wasn't great. Even our vlog style, we had like this gimbal with our phone just hanging out, you know, and it was walking around. We have, I keep it simple for the vlogs. All we have is a GoPro with a night, a decent, you know, mic on top just cause it's simple, like yep. shoot and go. But then our like where we're doing like talking head, we just have a little bit nicer camera now, a little bit better audio. Mm-hmm. So you could scale up, but just getting started phones are more than enough A phone with a little lavalier mic. You're good to go. They're making movies on these phones. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that's not an excuse. If someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, I know, can't get a, a camera. No, you have a camera yeah. on your yeah. phone, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably easier with the camera because yeah. then it's just, you can just download it straight from there to your computer. Like right. you don't have to work with any chips. Airdrop it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all like- so if you were starting over today and you're just starting out with all the knowledge that you guys have, with is there something different you'd do? Like, like a mistake that you would try to not make? Something you could teach a couple people that are trying to go forward? Yeah, let me see here. I mean, just staying consistent. I, I think right off the bat, I probably would have done like two videos a week. Just because we weren't doing anything else. Yeah, like let's just knock <laughs> these out. COVID. Yeah. You, just quicker growth, you know, uh, Oh, here's a big one actually that we're trying to figure out this year is, is delegate. So get rid of the, everything you, you, you do the kind of come up with the ideas, film it, yep. hire somebody to film it. There's guys who do that too. It's obviously pricier. We kind of just do all our own because just our schedules are we kids and whatever. I'm sure everybody has that. Um, but editing is a huge thing. I've been doing it for, like I said, the last two and a half years, uh, and I've gotten better at it, but it's just not a good use of my time. There's people who could do it better. So I'm trying to find that piece right now, mm-hmm. save so much time. And then we could probably easily do two a week because the editing part is, it's kind of a burnout of, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I like doing the vlog ones cause it's fun You get a little creative, but, uh, during that time I could go pop out another video and be like, here's, and they don't have to be perfect. I like to, I have a vision what I want it to look like, but after a few months working with the editor, you can make that happen. So that's a big thing that we're looking for this year. That's I've already, cool. our seller channel, since they're kind of talking head, they're a little bit boring to, informational to watch, boring to edit, because it's just me and either you or uh, our other team member, Lauren, just chatting. Um, not as kind of monotonous. So mm-hmm. I shipped that off. So we're working with that editor to, to get that stuff done. But now bring it into our main channel. So. Did you find like uh, editor on Fiverr or something or what'd you guys use? So I use vid chops. It's just, um, they sell packages. So mm-hmm. it's fairly inexpensive. You get four videos a month, which we put out one on that other channel and it's like 325 bucks a month, That's which cool. isn't bad. You could scale that up too. And it takes a few weeks to kind of get to know, like I've had the same editor for the past, I don't know, three or four months. It takes a little time to get your style down and what you're doing, but we're, you know, it's, like I said, it's not perfect, but I'm more into like, okay, now let's get this information out done. I, I give him a few notes. He sends it back to me done back and forth and then post it kind of thing. Great. Um, so, and yeah, you, yeah, now that, you know, the internet, obviously you can farm out to other countries where mm-hmm. they're, you know, minimum wage. I mean, they're, they're, and their wage is good for where they are. Right. Yeah. It's like, and they can speak English. So mm-hmm. there's no excuse to, to not do it. Right. I mean, it's affordable. And if you mm-hmm. get one, you know, Consistent. listing or buyer, you're going to pay for it times 10, you know? Yeah, so for and sure. Two yeah. other things. Uh, yeah. You can also get Fiverr. I found one for, I'm going to reach out to him like 80 bucks per yeah. video, which is not bad. He lives in somewhere in the U S I don't know exactly where, but it's, uh, the one I have, I think he's Philippines or somewhere over there. Uh, and fine, but some of the, you know, just little edits and stuff here and there, but as far as like the local stuff, I kind of want it someone somewhat local, maybe knows something about our local real estate or just easier to communicate. So that's what we'll find out there. One other thing that I would do is repurpose our content more because we're mm-hmm. making these eight to 10 to some of, I mean, we made 20, 25 minute videos mm-hmm. and there's so much content we can get out of there, mm-hmm. but it's so time consuming to Chop go through and, and yeah, put it into a different format so it could post on Instagram or Facebook. So we just kind of let oh, it go. Yeah. We, we go. just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's probably stuff on Fiverr idea. where you can just say, Hey, I want this in these three formats, mm-hmm. chop it up. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's like, another one. They, they're main. I forget what it's called, but their main target is they chop up zoom videos. It's like, we'll take your zoom video. We'll go through, it could be up to 10 or 15 minutes. We'll go through and pick out the 
the good clips. So you don't even have to do that. It could be like a podcast like this, go through and find the good ones. Boom. Go back to you. I think it was relative. It was like 125 bucks or something like that for cool. three clips or something. So. Especially if they have some knowledge on like what would be a good clip, right? Exactly. Cause mm-hmm. they'd have to have some real estate knowledge mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. kind of right. I mean, especially with, with this podcast with mortgages, it's like, you know, if you don't know mortgages, mm-hmm. you're going to pick the wrong clips, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, maybe when I get excited, that's a good yeah. clip. Yeah, I was going to say, when everybody starts laughing, that's the, pic- yeah. the, the clip you get. Right, right. Think. That's that's good. <laughs> um, cool. What about, um, like, like if a mortgage broker wanted to work with you guys, like, what what's, like, what doesn't work and what works, like, reaching out to you and not saying, like, you don't, I'm, I'm sure you guys yeah. have mortgage people, but, like, you know, when some, when there's a mortgage guy or girl that are try- that's trying to, like, really start to work with agents and mm-hmm. you know would would it be like i would assume it's more like hey i'm gonna make a video will you guys come be on my video and that would be a good way to reach out mm-hmm. what what other or what expand on that a little bit um you know for us we we've had the same actually over the last year we've kind of started going in, di- in a little bit different direction on the lending side we had the same uh one person that's been in the business forever that we worked with um back in our in our seacoast are the first brokers we were with um days and um we've just kind of found that having a few people um kind of readily available for us some of the important things are like are you available on a sunday to send us mm-hmm. a letter are you going to be very quick to respond to our clients um, right. are you going to be available for just informational meetings a year in advance because like i said a lot of our leads are that way um, and so, you know, just having the tools, like we've been working with a newer lender. He's not newer, newer to us. Um, and he just has, has a lot of like the, um, a lot of tools that he's kind of built on his own, um, or with people, but he's kind of built, built this, uh, system where he can get us stuff instantly. Um, cool. and he's just got a really good rapport with our clients. And for us, that's the most consistent thing. I mean, the most important thing is just taking really good care of our clients yeah, um, and then selling us. Yeah. Those are, those are the big making you, know, you look good. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I nobody think, wants an age, a uh, mortgage person that's just like, Oh man, I can't reach him or they didn't make the zoom call or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like just being there is sh- showing up is, is more than half the battle. Yeah. And so I think just proving yourself too, like if you're, if a buyer brings a lender, like which happens sometimes that we work with lenders that we've never worked with before. I think just reaching out to, you know, the agent at the end of the deal and showing your value. And um, I'm way more, you know, willing to like sit down with a, somebody after, grab coffee, grab a beer, um, if um, then somebody that just cold calls me. Yeah. So like just take advantage for sure of any transaction you do with a buyer's agent that you've never worked with. That's good advice. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. I mean, because we were closing one this week that well, I've, this is the second deal I've done with this lender. Um, and, I'll definitely sit down with him because he's, it's just, he's got the right systems in place. He knows what he's doing. Um, and so we'll definitely. Yeah. And psychologically it's like when that closing happens and you get paid, yeah. you are in the happiest state of right. your whole transaction. And that's when you want to go have a beer with them or yeah. a coffee or lunch. And then, you know, let's, let's talk about the next deal. Yeah. And you're not even that mad at the ADT people that call right after for security <laughs> systems. So, right, right. so for a lender, it's even better. Like, yeah, it's, if it was a horrible situation, obviously you're just, you know, you move on. But yeah. if it, if it was a good, smooth transaction with great communication, that's the big one for us. We've had uh, just even preferred lender for us just didn't have that communication side of their business yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so We'll definitely sit down with a lender, especially after closing, like you said. Yeah, um, so since p- when you have beer money, then yeah. you've got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am so shocked that mortgage brokers don't do that as much as they could, right? Yeah. Like, this is the perfect opportunity for a mortgage broker to be like, hey, let's go to lunch. Yeah. You just made, you know, whatever, not six figures, but like five figures. Yeah. I just made a good commission. Let's go celebrate. And then mm-hmm. let's, you know, see if we can do some more business together. Yeah. yeah. And it's even for agents, it's the same thing. Like, or we had a very old school uh, broker in our first brokerage. Um, and one of the things I always remember him talking about is ask your clients as a buyer's agent for referrals while they're in escrow. They will never yeah. talk about real estate more than they will in the next 30 days. Yeah. Because um, you tell everyone they're buying a, buying a house. Exactly. Yeah. So same thing on the lending side. 
when you've closed the deal, you know, make sure that you're having that conversation with the the buyer's agent every single time. I mean, yeah. unless you didn't like working with them, right. but <laughs> but and give them a gift. Like I, yeah. I I don't. I'm so shocked. Also, people do. So they're so transactional. It's not like hey, we just spent 30 days together, you know, mm -hmm. dealing with this stuff. I know it was a headache and it was a pain, but mm -hmm. I just want to show you, I appreciate you. Here's a handwritten note and here's mm -hmm. a bottle of tequila or here's mm -hmm. a, you know, a gift yeah. card to the local restaurant you guys, you know, recommended and, you know, yeah. enjoy. You're like, yeah, because that goes a long way. It does. And yeah. it's just a lost art. I think people just, unfortunately, just don't do it. Yeah. And it's yeah. so easy. Agreed. So easy, right? Yeah, it is super easy. So, and it's, and like you said, it's something they remember yeah. also. So um, I agree completely. Do you guys have a crystal ball? <laughs> Wish. I do. <laughs> you, do? <laughs> you left it it's in the car though. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about North County predictions, okay. right? Like what, uh, you know, we have the Fed raising rates a little bit. Maybe, you know, maybe they're easing. We don't mm -hmm. know for sure. Uh, I think it, today the CPI just came out. Uh, some inflation, right? Still. Um did it, but, I didn't see it yet. Did it come out hotter or hotter? Okay. Yeah, it's, it was hotter than expected. Okay. So higher. Um, but people are starting to look to buy. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's some some listings coming out. I know this is very, very limited still. Yeah. But what's North County looking like this this year? I'd say, I mean, at least buyers, I think, have gotten used to the fact that mortgage rates are going to be where they're at. If they yeah. need to buy this year, they've just had to figure out at what price point they can buy. Um, and so we're starting to see. Um, some of our clients that have been on the fence for a year, they're starting to, um, at least look. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think you just need more listings. That's what it comes down to. Inventories. What just... happened to all the builders? They all just got so shy or they went and started building multifamily or what, mm -hmm. what are they doing? I don't, do you guys follow that at all? Like well, what are builders doing? I, I was just <laughs> messaging with a client that's looking at two or two or three new construction developments. They're cooperating with agents again, which is a positive that's for them. That's good. Um, like Mission Circle, um, both of those in San Marcos, right by Cal State, um, they are working with agents again, which is a good sign. Um, so there's, but there's just not that much. There's, you know, that big development in San Marcos, a couple in Vista, mm -hmm. but those, uh, and there's another one in North San Marcos also. Um, but that's about it. There's not much else. Yeah. construction wise there's one now on uh, Santa Fe Drive, the 11 homes or something, mm -hmm. right? There's yeah, like townhouses. Or yeah, yep. Are those kind of pre-sold or? Um, you know, I I don't know if those are sold out. I can't I'm not remember. sure. Yeah, they're so tight together. What are those? those like, are... A million? What are those? A little over a million. A over I think. a million. Yeah, but they're yeah they're just they, so... they pack those ones in there for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how yeah. many can we get on here? Okay, yeah. we'll do one more. It's like right yeah. across from the <laughs> high school, right next to the church. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty easy to get to where you need to go. Yeah, <laughs> super convenient. Seven Elevens right yeah. there. The beach is a mile. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you got the you can cross at Santa Fe too, which is nice for swamis. Yeah. So I mean that convenience wise, it's great. It's just those a lot of the even, they're on top of each other. It's they're on top yeah. of each other. All of the new developments, Mission Circle yeah. and San Marcos is. I mean, you can high five your five your neighbor like they're right, they're the tight. <laughs> they are tight. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, that's that's just that's what new construction is now. There's yeah. so little land left that they're gonna t put every square foot possible. And I get like, the builders; they're they're worried that the construction costs have gone mm -hmm. way up. But it's like, I mean, I think probably still have that you know memory of oh eight mm -hmm. and nine and ten and yeah. But there's got to be some young young ones coming up. Go, let's build some yeah. houses, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting too. The the construction costs. I'm curious to see what it'll look like in the next like six months because um, my dad is a general contractor, so that's how I kind of mm -hmm. got into uh, housing business. Um, but he mentioned that lumber's down like thirty percent. That's so good. So like, if some of those things start changing, um, there'd be you'll. Hopefully, we'll start to see more developments. I mean, with the land that's left, hopefully, we'll start to see more developments. Because yeah. there's still space. Nothing left in Encinitas. There's nothing left in... There's space in Carlsbad. There's space in San Marcos. Vista's got a ton of it. Like, yeah. Oceanside's got a ton of it, too. I mean, Vista... Yeah. I could see Vista in the next 10 years turning into San Marcos. And like, and what San Marcos did, like with San Leo Hills mm -hmm. and uh, Tesoro, it's it's turned that like school district into an amazing school district. It's made that community way better. Yeah. Um, I could see Vista being that next spot. Right. Um, they could do another giant shadow Ridge. That'd be mm -hmm. pretty epic. Yeah. But, yeah. I think the housing start data is coming out Thursday, right? Yeah. This Thursday. Yep. We'll be, be interested to see what that comes out with. Mm -hmm. like if it's 
trending up a little bit. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know it takes a while for those houses to come to market, but mm -hmm. I think we look forward, like you say, you look forward like a year. A lot, a lot of times, you want to know what's coming. What's mm -hmm. you know what what's going to be the next little hot area. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah but, I'm wondering on the seller side. So that's like the main. We've had buyers, and like the last part of last year was very quiet because. You know, we were working with some people, but priced out or just didn't mm -hmm. comfortable with the payment. So let's look, let's, but nothing, no real action. Uh, a lot of those people just in our anecdotally people have shifted to, to this year. So those buyers, I think that were backed up from the last six months of last year are seem to be packing in right now. Mm -hmm. Whereas the first few weeks of the year, uh, like we had a listing pop on and, you know, got an offer kind of added around list. Now let's go to the next one. A few weeks later, got another one, ended up getting list. But uh, now in the last few weeks, multiple offers, uh, all the price points are going to be a little bit different, obviously. But it seems like the competition level has jumped significantly where it was. Yeah, we could go see this, take some time, relax. Mm -hmm. Now like the one you just had was see it Saturday, Sunday, offers in Monday. So mm -hmm. Hopefully that doesn't continue uh, just for sanity purposes yeah, because agreed. it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just tough on everybody. I, even sellers who are getting like 15, 20 offers, it's Hard. stressful on them. Like, yeah. What do I want to do? Like a balanced market would be great. You yeah, know? agreed. Yeah. Well, is it still, do you think there's still a good amount of out, out of towners moving in or re relocations or is it more people moving within kind of San Diego County? That's a hard question for us because <laughs> we get a lot of out of yeah, area yeah. people. I, but we also we we have a couple move ups and stuff that are locals, um, and I, I think it's probably a good mix. Yeah, a lot less of like seems like the Bay Area calls have quieted quite a bit, um, just because I think a lot of those like big businesses, the Googles and the Apples, have either made, come back. <laughs> yeah, made them come back or have you know made it a little less easy to be remote. Because we yeah. had a client last year that. Um, and I can't remember what company she worked with now, but um, they she had full plans moved from Denver, where she was completely remote, to San Diego, and got the call that she couldn't be remote anymore and mm -hmm. had to go back to the Bay. So um, I'm starting to see a little less Bay Area, but yep. um, but I think it's probably a mix. Yeah. So, but I think the the California, you know, push to go south is has slowed a bit. Yeah. Or like, what are foreign? What about foreigners? We haven't had, we've had, no, we haven't had a ton of, at least for us, we haven't had people from out of country. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, we've had, I mean, there's like one here, thing, and there, yeah, here and there we have, um, but we haven't had a ton. Yeah. It's always interesting. And the seller market, like the sellers right now, they're still on these low rate 30 or fixed, mm -hmm. you know? And so I can see where that has it. Has hesitancy would be <laughs> to sell, yeah. uh, to sell yeah. you know like what have you seen any of that where they're like yeah i don't really want to list because I, I don't know what i'm going to do i don't want to get another you know higher rate yeah you i know? mean yeah the, that's a deterrent right yeah for sure and like our sellers right now um especially our our listing in san marcos they they're moving out of state so mm -hmm. like the interest rate part of it doesn't really matter as much um yeah because they're moving to a state where it's going to be way cheaper Almost than real estate. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, um, but I definitely, that's our feeling is that that's a huge reason that, that we don't have that much inventory. If somebody wants to sell and buy right now, like you said, if they're at three and a half percent, you need it's a really to, big reason to want yeah. to move. Like if you're, you know, squeezed into a two bedroom house with two kids, that's a real reason it. to move. Yeah. But, you know, if you're retired and, you know, just would like a nicer spot or downsize to a condo. It's just a tougher sell. Yeah. It's worth waiting, especially if people are saying that, you know, 12 to 18 months will be in better shape interest rate wise. Right. You might as well stick around. But what about like buy downs? You see like sellers paying for, or yeah, it'd be a yeah, seller paying the buyer to get a better rate. We haven't accepted one of those offers yet, but no. we have been, I mean, we've been um, talking through them with clients. We've been, um, we did get a couple offers with that. Um, sellers still think, uh, why should I give them money to <laughs> make their interest rate cheaper? Right. So, and there's, and there's only so much you can do. I mean, 
you offer ten thousand over list, but then ask for a thirty thousand dollar credit. I mean, that's just not for the seller. The optics of that are still tough to swallow. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd say people have been successful with it. We've had a lot of our buyers have been coached to do something somewhat similar. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think there's opportunity, way more opportunity in a house that's not brand new on the market, though. Yeah. If you really want to compete, especially now if we're going to have to compete again. Yeah, yeah. I think towards the end of last year, it was probably more seeing more of that. Whereas going into this year, if yeah, if there's competition, then back to <laughs> you know, let's go all in and you know what can we do to to win this offer? Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be a credit at that point. So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you seeing still a lot of cash offers? No, not consistently. No, no. You still have like, but I'm sure there's a lot down, like thirty percent, forty percent down. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the the cash offers was a big thing in what, 21, mm-hmm. right? Like that was the ones that were winning. Yeah. Bay Area. What about like uh, <laughs> corporations buying? Have you seen that? Like for rental? I haven't. We haven't. Been for investors? That. Not really. No. I just for most of the people we work with are just, you know. They find you on for mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, families you or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but just as far as like the iBuyers and stuff, we are seeing less of a lot less of those i know towards the end of last year like that was the opportunity if you saw like say open door listing they had bought it towards the beginning of the year towards the end of the year that's been sitting on the market just their systems weren't great they they've gotten a little better but there was opportunity to get it you know at a decent price without a ton of competition Mm -hmm. um i think they've run through a lot of most of their kind of inventory that they had Mm -hmm. i don't think they're buying as much Right now, yeah, just okay. compared to they were, what they were last year. Yeah, because Zillow had a program, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they scrapped that. And they scrapped that. Yeah, and then there was a couple others. Was it HomeAway? Not, not HomeAway. Um, I forget. There's, I, I remember seeing there's a mm-hmm. couple others yeah. that would just will buy your house cash. And then, yeah, I mean, Open Door was the one we saw quite a bit in North County, but yeah, Open Door. They're just, uh, I can't imagine. You know, the they just not good at selling houses. I mean. <laughs> Yes, you can buy a house for cash. You can overpay for it, but they're not good at selling them. We are an escrow on one. Our clients are an escrow on one right now um, that'll close at the end of this week. Uh, not the best negotiators, open door. <laughs> <laughs> and they just don't have, like, they don't have the push. It's almost, I mean, similar to like Redfin, yeah. where you just don't have the motivation to like go all out for your customer, your, your client. Your, yeah. Yeah. Because your client is a company or in Redfin's, uh, it's you're getting an agent that's going to make their salary, yeah. not a commission. Like we're, uh, we want to do the best for our client because we're making a lot of money. Yeah. So we work hard for every deal. Uh, we're like open door. They don't care. Yeah. It's just it's a the small, bottom line. Yeah. It's volume play and they yeah. just yeah. do as many as they can. And it's not like, yeah, yeah. I could see where you would get like, I kind of look at it as like Nordstrom service or like target or Walmart right. service. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they're in the open door, they're, they have all their systems in place. It just doesn't, I mean, Zillow learned very fast that they're not good at it either. Yeah. So whatever happened to all that inventory, they get rid of it or they keep it What like Zillow. A lot of it, they sold off for, yeah. and lost a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had, uh, we had a client that sold to Zillow in the, like the heat of the market and they offered them a stupid price mm-hmm. um, where my, I literally sat down and had beer with my buddy that was kind of weighing listing versus taking that offer and i'm like i can't get you that yeah i can't get you that price because it's not worth that and if you go to open market it's not going to be that price <laughs> so zillow just overpaid and then lost their shirt yeah and not that they care They've right got a lot they of made shirts. so much money yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they have a lot of shirts. yeah <laughs> so it doesn't really matter to them but i mean that's just that's why they stopped it so quick. What they do yeah. it for eighteen months? Yeah, they did it quick. Yeah, and it worked in a where it's appreciating twenty percent a year. You buy it, you know, in April, and then you sell it in August. Make yeah. some money, but as soon as the market goes a little bit south, yeah, jump ship. True. What about self-employed buyers? You seeing much of that? Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's for us. It's kind of maybe not fifty-fifty, but we do tend to get quite a bit of self-employed. Um, yeah. They get non-QM loans typically? Yeah. 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 What, so, are guys, what are your thoughts on non-QM? Um, it, it, honestly, we've only had like two of them. Um, 
and it's worked out fine. Like it's for self-employed folks, they have to just be kind of ready for for that. <laughs> yeah, for the the harder the hassle. Yeah, yeah the, the hassle. hassle yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a lot of complaining about like, why do I need to show you that? And like, <laughs> like, like there's you know a lot of that is just the um, and just the nitty gritty and how your business is also. That's something too. I think that if uh, those types of clients worked with the lender earlier, yeah, and they could kind of build scrub it, and, yeah, scrub it, and kind of build um, what they needed to show. Um, like we had a client right at the end of a deal, like have an issue with like one of their company cars and how it was held, and just details like that. Where as you know, a W two employee, you don't ever have to worry about those things. But right. when you own your own business. Um, those are things that matter and come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you weren't doing something shady, it's just you didn't do it right or you didn't show it correctly and all those. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we've been and we've haven't had issues that have stopped with an escrow, but it's been close a couple of times. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, is this going to close? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it was like literally two weeks before. Like, come on. We, you've known you've had this car. <laughs> yeah, why did you not tell us about this car? Yeah, right, exactly. Is it because they had it in their business name or something? They, or they had paid it, through their business, yeah, but, but it's on the through, credit? Yeah, it was paid. Somehow it was paid. They got to show 10 payments, but they only owned the car four months or something. Yeah, silly. something yeah. yeah, something like that. So, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's the thing about lending is like, you know, when I got into mortgage business, we, I got into subprime like 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. And... It just not everyone fits in the box, right? Mm-hmm. And especially when you're getting into the jumbo space where you 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 can't just have a wage job typically to get, you know, a four million dollar house. You gotta have like your own business or something like that mm-hmm. where you're you know, you've had a good amount of success and then you're gonna have multiple businesses and investments and you mm-hmm. have all these little nuances that make the, the loan more compli- mm-hmm. complicated and and you know, banks love to put you everyone in these little boxes mm-hmm. and you know, so thankfully we have Nokia. I mean it's it's definitely helped keep the market moving, you know, for those bigger, you know, mm-hmm. those people who need it. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I mean, right now, are you seeing people who, you know, who want, like have a lot of equity in their home and they want to tap into it, but they just don't want to give up that first, that first mortgage and they don't want to sell, but maybe they could buy another place. They could get some of that cash. We haven't been seeing that yet, but, um, I could see that kind of in the future. Um, yeah, we just haven't had that. Cause like some, something that we're trying to push is, mm-hmm. Is, you know, if someone has a 30 year fix and it's like 2% or whatever, I've, I've talked to two people last week. They're like, I have 1.875. I'm like, you, you <laughs> <motherfucker>. <laughs> yeah. mine's higher than that, but and I, and I own a mortgage company, but, <laughs> but I'm self employed. So, but um, uh, my point is that like they don't want to ever give that up. Mm-hmm. And so they're, but they have like a 50 LTV or even lower. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like a $4 million house and a $1.5 million loan. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're sitting on all this equity, you could go buy another investment property, you mm-hmm. could put it into a second home, Airbnb, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you do a second? Mm-hmm. And, you know, self-employed people can't really get a HELOC from a bank mm-hmm. unless they do their taxes, like pay all, you know. Mm-hmm. So they have ways that they can, you know, they can do that, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of people can't. And so I'm just trying to tell brokers, look, you could you could really be a huge, um, like bring a huge amount of advantage to a, a real estate agent if mm-hmm. you were able to bring a buyer that, that could tap into that equity. And so you get a loan for the, mm-hmm. the second and then you get a loan for the, the next, purchase. next purchase. And then yeah. you make uh, you make agents stoked because they're like, oh, you just brought me a buyer. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Who's mm-hmm. this guy? I want to have beer with him. Yeah, right? yeah, right, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. that's that's what we're trying to pitch to our brokers. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just shocked why so many are not doing it. Yeah. I'm like, you could do this. This is the market. No one else is selling. Mm-hmm. No one else is refining. This is what you could do to really up your business game right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Get some get some more business going out there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. back to QM. Can we rebrand it with something else? I don't like. The, I hate the, the name. Not, QM. <laughs> no. like the not name. subprime. This like, it's not no. subprime. No. It's just yeah, like just... it's like self employed loans. Yeah, really. yeah. That's like a bank better, statement. Yeah, loans. Why we call it that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called the win loan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, non QM. I remember when it came out, people thought it was illegal. They're like, it's not qualified. You're mm-hmm. doing something illegal. <laughs> yeah, right. And we're like, yeah. no, it's not. It's just you know, not qualified. I guess. I guess they are qualified, but they're not qualified. Right, <laughs> right. Hard to prove you're qualified. Yeah. And we, what, you know, with bank statements, you dig into everything that they do. You're like, oh, they went and shopping at Victoria's Secrets. Oh, yeah, they yeah. went and bought some cigarettes at the Mart. You know, <laughs> it's like you see everything. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's like for some reason people think it's more risky. But I, I mean, if you're getting, you're digging in 
to a borrower's bank statements for 12 or 24 months, you're really seeing the picture of how they how they spend their money mm -hmm. and how they save it or how they invest it or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. On those seconds, uh, what's the what's the the rate? I know it's moving. Is it similar? It's in the to, tens. Okay. But I mean, that's way better than a credit card, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's way better than giving up equity in your business, mm -hmm. which would cost you way more than that. Mm -hmm. And then you can refinance or consolidate it later down the line. And, yeah. you know, if it goes up to a million bucks, you could really, if you have a ton of equity, you could really use that for, you mm -hmm. know, to make, to move the needle on buying some stuff. Mm -hmm. You buy four houses, right? 200, mm -hmm. 200, 200. Yeah. Down. You know, yeah. do 80, 80, you know, 80 loans, 80%. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a, I, in my opinion, I think it's where the market is. It needs to be, you know, people want to access their equity and they mm -hmm. don't really have a way to do it. Because you can't refinance anymore. Like, God, I'm going to give up <laughs> my 2% for a six. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could get a 10. The blended rate's really like four and a half. Mm -hmm. You do the, blend, the weighted average blended rate calculator, okay. it's lower than you think. And it always makes way more sense than refining. Mm -hmm. you know? But yeah, if you have any of those clients, tell... Tell your brokers, I, I, <laughs> yeah. we're wholesale, so we can't even take your referral, but tell yeah. your broker to, to, to send it our way and okay. cool. maybe, maybe get some more transactions, right? I like it. Yeah, I think selling it as the blended rate is the, the way to go. Like, That's here's key. where you're going to end up. Like, yeah. Okay, you're taking out this much, 10%, but check this out. Here's mm -hmm. where you'll be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, everyone's had help along the way. Any shout outs to someone that's kind of really helped, you know, get you guys to the... To where you're at. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be here without you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for us, uh, Chris and I both have the same one real estate wise. Um, Mike Evans, who's no longer with us, but was a huge just jumping off point. He gave us both of our first start. Was our, hey, you interviewed there. Uh, yeah, it was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I said, he was like that old school agent. He He owned... Rancho Ponderosa in Carlsbad okay. for years and years and years and door knocked every day wow. and everybody, he's like old the school. mayor of Rancho Ponderosa. <laughs> um, and he just had that old school mentality, but he was a heck of a salesman. Wow. Um, and so we learned a lot from him in the time that we got to be with him. And then Lauren Sanders, who is our group leader now, um, is just has been an amazing partner, you know, partner, coach, always there if we have questions um and is why we moved over to compass um yeah. he brought us all, all over i was actually already interviewing to go over on my own and uh he, we sat and had coffee because i was going to ask him his opinion and he's like so you don't go over to compass with me i'm like yep <laughs> as long as you bring chris with too <laughs> um so he's just been a huge uh uh person and and me becoming a realtor so That's those cool. two are my my big ones awesome yep I'll yeah. go with you. <laughs> Same goes for me, double. Yeah. And, and Compass yeah, has been good. They, uh, I know they have a lot of technology. I mean, they just came out of nowhere. It was like, poof. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I'm now at Compass. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like everybody, now everybody's at Real. Like we just had an agent. I haven't even heard switching. of Real. Is this like a new Compass kind of thing? Like no, it's agency? like a EXP Junior. It's like the new ex EXP kind of yeah. business model. So pyramids, uh, schemish real uh, yeah. estate company. <laughs> if, um, you, if you bring a couple agents, you get their... Yes. Uh, Cut of theirs, yeah, got yeah. it. Wow. So, but Compass has been great. Like you said, the the technology is awesome. Um, the more we actually use it, the more we realize that it is very strong and very good. That's um, cool. And our clients really like it too. I guess that's the most important thing is like we use their search tools and stuff now, and um, their our clients dig it and the app's great. And it's not quite Redfin. That's what they're trying to be. Mm -hmm. um, but with agents that know what they're doing. So yeah, we're happy where we're at. Our office is epic. We're right down, you know, across from Beer Garden and Encinitas. Can't really beat that. So. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. But we're not there that oh, often. Oh yeah, you, so. you uh, in that yeah the compass spot right in there. Encinitas. Yeah, yeah oh, cool. right off. Nice. Uh, what street is that? G F F. I think. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you know it better. Awesome. So um, so they can find you there mm -hmm. if they're listening and they want yep. to find you guys. Uh, what else, like what's your websites and different things? Um, I'm pretty much just Instagram. I'm not that active, but at Cassie Lewis re. Um, Listen to our podcast, North County Now. Um, we talk about a lot of just goofy stuff around town and sports and beer and um, a tiny little bit of real estate. little touch, a little <laughs> yeah, scotch. Yeah, a little scotch real estate. It's cool. It's fun. Um, it sounds like it's fun. I, I've watched it. It looks fun. We're, we have a blast. And it's that we're coming up on, 
I think two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred is next week. Nice. Yeah. Um. So that's been another thing we've just done really consistently, and it's we kind of always joke that it's like the conversation Chris and I would have like on a Tuesday after the weekend anyway, because mm-hmm. we're just talking about like what we got into, and um, cool. so yeah, it's great. Um. I think those are the only. Yeah. Listen to the podcast. I'm on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. Come say what's up. Awesome. Yeah. And then we can connect from there. Mm-hmm. Good jumping off spot. Great. And like their stuff, comment on it, mm-hmm. comment on this. If you see, if you're watching on YouTube, say, give us a thumbs up, like, share all those things. And uh, we will see you on the next po- podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having Thanks. us on. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's been awesome. The Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast.